Well, hello everyone. Here we go. Um, as I promised, podcast number two. Today is Friday. It is a snow day here in Maine. I hope everyone's enjoying it if you have a snow day. Um, so part one was body image. Um, it goes with this part two, sex and why women don't want to engage in it. That is what I wrote in my journal when I made my master list for my podcast. Um, so call it what you may. Um, but before I go too far, I just want to add in, um, we talked about image and heart rate and all the other stuff in the last podcast. I mean, I told you that I would link and I did link how you get your, um, your max heart rate, but anyways, it's so to get your max heart rate, which is kind of where you want to be sometimes during your cardio. I mean, you at least want to reach it here and there. So you take your age and you minus it by 220 to get your heart, your max heart rate. Um, mine is 50 minus 220 would be 170. Um, so I shoot between 170 and 171 because I'm in that age bracket where, you know, I'm almost 51. So anyways, throughout my run, I do try to target that here and there. Um, it's not every single time because it, I'm very winded, but anyways, I do, I did want to bring that to you guys. Excuse me, because I didn't want to forget. So anyways, so back to part two of um, this week's double podcast. Um, Why do women not want to engage in sex? Um, So there could be a lot of reasons. I'm going to touch base with some of them. Um, I hope this resonates with some of you guys that are like either shy or just don't enjoy it or um, is very standoffish because it is a natural, it is a natural part of um, a relationship. It's a natural part of being you. It's a natural part of discovering your body by masturbation and um, that kind of stuff. So if you're uncomfortable with any of this talk, I'm really sorry. This podcast may not be for you. But I do feel that if you listen, it may be helpful because if you're uncomfortable with it, you may get some tangible tips out of it. So, um, so why don't women want to engage in intercourse or sex um, for a lot of reasons? Um, life changes might be one of them. Um, they may be ending a relationship or starting a new relationship. Um, by ending a relationship, um, they're not really um, engaged in it. They don't really want to participate in it. Um, totally get it. Kind of that relationship is on fizzling down. Starting a new relationship, you may not be comfortable with your body. You may not be comfortable with the relationship in general. I think there's something to be said for that. I think if you're not ready to listen to your intuitions, because chances are you probably aren't ready to engage in that. And maybe you've been around the block quite a few times and you've partaked in extra activity and you're just, you're very standoffish by this new relationship. Again, listen to that intuition um, because it will come. Um, so that's just kind of like the, the start of it, I guess. Um, uh, the big one is because they can't reach an orgasm. Many, many women are not comfortable with, um, reaching an orgasm a, because they don't know how B because, um, they think that they just are genetically not made to do that, which is a, that is a false. Um, I'm going to touch base on that. Um, many women are not comfortable with their body to, um, to learn how to achieve an orgasm. Um, it all starts with your own um, experimenting, figuring out what feels good to you. Um, and by doing so, then you share with your partner what feels good for you at that time. Um, obviously, that changes from, um, from, from situation to situation. So um, that being said, um, many women think that they can achieve an orgasm 
and many women cannot achieve an orgasm through penetration. Um, I forget the percentage, but it's a pretty high percentage that women do not um, reach an orgasm through um, penetration of any sort. Therefore, you have to figure out how to reach an orgasm without penetration. That is usually where toys come in, fingers, tongues, um, lips, whatever you want to call it. Um, you just have to get creative. You have to learn what position works for you. Um, 98% of that is being comfortable, being comfortable in the skin that you're in, being opened, um, also being relaxed, being relaxed, relaxed in your atmosphere, atmosphere, feeling safe <clears throat> is a big one for a lot of women. A lot of women just want to feel safe and that their partner is not going to hurt them and really take care of them. And, by feeling safe, also not feeling intimidated or, um, I wouldn't say the word is threatened, but more imitated, uh, imitate, sorry, more intimidated by the fact that you may not reach that orgasm, but it still feels really, really good. Um, every time you get closer and closer, it's one step closer to achieving that. It may not happen the first few times out on the gate, but just know it's just like anything else. The more you practice, the better you're going to get. Um, so I would say most of the women that I talk to, the reason why they don't want to engage in sex is because of the fact that they don't reach an orgasm. They don't know how, um, they're not comfortable with using toys, vibrators. Um, and I'm going to be very clear about this. Um, you can reach an orgasm more than just clitoral stimulation, a vaginal, um, stimulation. There are women that achieve, achieve orgasms through anal penetration, through nipple penetration, um, there are many ways to achieve an orgasm. So that being said, you just need to be open to it. Um, <clears throat> I also feel that very strongly that women also don't want to partake in an extra activity, whether it be intercourse, whether it be intimacy, whether it be laying by the fire and just, um, listening to each other, just talking, um, going out to dinner and being in a quiet restaurant and just having a conversation because of the fact that we've let our relationships go. We've stopped communicating on what we need, what our, our thought process is, what our um, our needs are, or even our morals and values, where they align. I mean, if you've been in a long-term relationship, those things change over years and you have to revisit them all the time. Like what your expectations are of your partner, sexually or not sexually, you know, um, maybe you still want to be old school. Maybe you want him to hold the door open for you or order your meal or whatever it may be. He doesn't know unless you communicate that with him. And I think so many times we just expect them to know. I mean, I'm guilty of it too. So communication is a big thing. Um, setting the tone, intimacy. I've t said this before. Foreplay should start in the morning. It should last all day. Um, flirtatious needs, flirtatiousness needs to go on. You know, um, putting a note in his lunchbox, letting him know that you desire him later on or that, um, you know, have a great day. I love you. And it works both ways. He also needs to reciprocate these things. But we're talking about men. So unless we tell them exactly what we need, chances are it's not going to happen. Um, so we need to be very clear. And that's where it also comes into play. I think a lot of times we just dive right in both feet first. We don't think about setting the tone and stepping back a little bit. Like, hey, I, you know, I, I just want to be intimate with you tonight. I just want to make out. I just, let's have some martinis and make out. You know, let's just, just be. Um, and just talk. I think sometimes we just need to set 
and let them know our expectations going forward. Like, hey, I've just kind of noticed that like, you know, when we're doing it, it's just kind of very generic. It's just very quick. Um, most women take a long time. I think the average for a woman to achieve an orgasm is seven to 20 minutes, I think is what I read. Um, you know, depending on what study you go by, I mean, that varies a lot. Um, I know for me, if I, I need to, I, all of, all my stars need to be aligned, you know? So there's nothing wrong with that. Um, <clears throat> I think, um, I think generally men are more interested in sex because, and I, I don't want to shit on men. That's not what I want to do, but I, women just have so much on their mind. And not that men don't, I think just sex comes easier for men because, okay, let me back up in time. Women always have so much on their mind. Like, oh, I got to do laundry. I got to pay bills. I got to remember the kid's note or uh, my stupid thing was the other day, oh my shit, I got to remember, oh my shit, I got to remember toilet paper for the salon, you know, I, we were almost out of toilet paper and that would be disastrous, I mean, like, what do you do without toilet paper in the salon, you know, so just those kind of things always come in my mind, you know, and I'm sure you guys can relate, so it's hard to, it's hard to shut all that off, so that's why I always tell people to set the mood, you know, so generally for men, they can, they can shut that stuff off because they're just kind of, Oh, you know, my wife wants to partake in some extra activity. Um, and, and they, they're just so much better at it. Um, not saying that all men are, but most, for most of the men they are. See, and women, we always put the expectations on ourselves. Like, do I look good? Does, should my makeup be done? Should my hair be done? Um, you know, um, I'm not feeling great about my body. I'm going to want the light off and he's not going to want that because he's going to want to see my titties flopping here, there and everywhere. Um, you know, sorry, I'm speaking like a true man, just saying it. Um, so I think that there's a lot of that that we put on ourselves when really in the big picture of everything, if you're with a partner, he fucking adores you. He just wants to be with you. He just wants to make love to you. Um, or just even be intimate with you. Um, so don't say yourself short. Don't get too caught up in the mind games of everything. Um, it's a fact that, um, men are 51 more, more, 50, 51 more percent likely to think about sex or want sex every day compared to 7% of women. That's just the nature of the beast. I think, I think again, um, I think, I think it's just a genetic thing, honestly, but I think there are women out there that do think about it a lot. I am one of them. Um, I think it's easier sometimes for a man um, because they don't have all the expectations that it goes into us. Like, you know, we want to spice things up. So we want to buy new lingerie, we, you know, like, oh, what kind of toy am I going to get? Is it going to work right? Am I going to still be able to achieve because it's a new thing? And I know my old thing, but this is a new thing and we should be spicing things up. So again, all those expectations, um, I think the natural elements of life, um, stress, stress is a big one. Um, it's the number one mood killer for our libido. Um, we, as women put so much stress on us, I, you know, like, like I said, it can be the to thinking about the toilet paper to the bills being paid to, do we have enough money to take the family vacation? Um, you know, you name it. Um, it just happens. Um, pain. Pain is another one where a lot of women don't want to have um, sex. Um, it hurts. Um, as we get older, vaginal dryness is a real thing. Um, I listen to a lot of podcasts on sex. Um, one that I listen to on a regular basis, which I haven't done in a while, but Sex with Emily, she's a really good one. And 
um, for sure, lubrication should be used even when you are wet. Um, they say that it brings the pleasure to the next level. So just stating what I, what I learned. Um, hormonal changes is a big one. As we get older, again, things get drier, our body changes, um, our mind doesn't think that we should be wanting to engage in that, you know, um, or that animal instinct or whatever, like, Hey, I just want to rip your clothes off and throw you on the floor or throw me on the floor. Um, so, um, hormonal changes is a big one. Um, as we get older, it does shift. Some of the things that I, I tell my people to do for that is just really, um, feel pretty, love the skin you're in. Again, if you're in a committed relationship, he thinks you're hot, but if you need to spice it up to the next level, by all means, buy a new bra, buy a new panty. I've said this a million times. Um, if you are wearing the part, you're going to play the part. So if you feel pretty, if you feel sexy in what you're in, then chances are you're going to be sexy and pretty in what you're in. Um, if you're happy going the oh natural look and just having your hair down, then by all means, do that. Do whatever fuels your fire. Um, um, physical changes, um, in our body definitely plays parts with it. Um, you know, our breasts aren't as perky as they used to be. We have that little bit of belly. Again, it's all mindset. We just beat ourselves up. Uh, I've said this a million times. We need to love our body. Frig the body image. Think about the inner body image. Like I talked about the other day, the heart, the lungs, the kidneys, all of that stuff. Stop worrying about the outside body so much. Yes, we all have room for improvements. Yes, we're all going to make those changes. Yes, it's there. But you know what? We only go this way once. So you know what? Let's engage in being truthful, intimate, and connected with our partner. Connected is a big part of it. Um, one thing that I would encourage you guys to do is eye contact's a big thing. Eye contact can be very, very sexual, very stimulating. Um, especially when you're both achieving, getting that O done. Um, it can be very, very powerful. So think about that in the back of your mind the next time you're, you know, either doing floor play, making out and having martinis. Um, eye contact is, eye contact is a big one. Um, psychological changes, anxiety, depression, um, it all alters our sex drive. Um, anxiety is a huge one. Um, everyone has a form of anxiety. I've said this a million times. You're not going to escape it. You don't, might not have it now, but eventually you probably will. And anxiety can be debilitating or it can just be there. Um, we all have to learn how to cope with it, how to work through it. Um, depression. Um, I don't know that I've talked much about this. I've really have not experienced much in the way of depression. I didn't have postpartum with either of my girls. Um, the only time that I really can honestly say that I questioned whether I was depressed was um, a quick fact about me is I lost both my parents three months apart. My dad died in September. My mom died in um, my dad died in September. My mom died in December. So three months apart. My mom died on their wedding anniversary. I was the executor of both their wills. I was also their caretaker. So therefore, I was already strung out. Um, I had to put on two funerals. I had to pay the funeral home over $19,000 in less than three months. Um, I had to clear up both their wills. Um, I also had to deal with rotten fucking asshole siblings. Um, the, the list goes on and on. So I was already stressed with also raising my two daughters and trying to be a good role model, just trying to get it all. Um, so <clears throat> February ish, 
I think I was borderline depressed. I actually went to the doctors. I did not want to go on medication, but it definitely was a very long conversation between she and I, um, where I was put to rest that, you know, this is a normal feeling. You've had so much on your plate. How can you decompress? What are the things that you can do to help you over this? Um, and believe it or not, one of the things I did, and this is kind of getting off the topic, but I'm sorry because I'm talking about it. One of the things I did was I went to go see a psychic. I, if you believe in it, you believe in it. If you don't, that's fine. I'm just going to say for me, I had a lot of what ifs. What if I didn't do everything they wanted? What happens if I didn't fulfill everyone's needs? What if I, you know, cause I also lost my brother Mike prior to that at the age of 37 from a massive heart attack. So there was already a lot of, a lot of that already focused on me. Um, so I went to go see a psychic and it was the best thing I ever did for myself. So long story short, she just cleared up a lot of things, um, and made things very clear for me that I had done the things that I needed to do and that I fulfilled all of my obligations. So my depression quickly subsided. Um, the days got longer. Some of that was seasonal depression as well. It was February. So there was like a lot of different things to it, but Um, depression is real for a lot of people. It comes and goes during the course of their, their, their life. Um, it definitely can play havoc on how you feel mentally, physically, emotionally, obviously. Um, it definitely, I mean, if you're not, if you're depressed, you're not feeling sexual because you don't really feel great about yourself. So it's a really hard hole to dig yourself out of. Um, at that point in time, I really would encourage you to go see your doctor. I, I, um, I, for myself, medication is not a thing that is for you and your doctor to talk about. For me, therapy was my thing. Um, through therapy and journaling, um, I was able to make it to the other side and seeing my psychic, not going to throw that away. And from time to time, I do see a psychic. I've had my cards read. Um, I go with my girlfriend that I work with. We're both strong believers in it. And because we're together a lot, we both, for whatever reason, need spiritual lifting, um, around the same time. It just happens to work. So I'm happy that I have that, that I'm able to share that with someone that believes in that. Um, so depression is a real thing. Again, if you're feeling that way, please see your doctor. There's plenty of help out there. Um, do not live with it. Do not live with anxiety. There are ways to treat anxiety. Um, if you're having a hard time, certainly send me a text, email or whatever. I'd be happy to sit down and give you some tangible tips that's helped me with my anxiety and when I did have depression. Depression. So, um, so psychological changes definitely have a lot to do with it. Um, and with perimenopause and menopause, those can become quite more um, out there. Quite, you, you know, you may notice them a little bit more. Um, low libido, you just don't want to have sex. You just don't desire it. It's not there. You could go the rest of your life without doing it. It's not even a matter of achieving an orgasm or being intimate. You know, you kind of feel bad that you're not wanting to be intimate with your husband, but it just, you have no desire. Um, that again, I would go see your physician for, um, usually it's a hormone imbalance, um, and it can be treated. So that definitely, I mean, there's really, there are a lot of things you can do in the spiritual place and in the wellness being place, you know, like, you know, getting vitamin D, you know, taking care of yourself, doing self-help, all of that stuff. But sometimes when it comes to our hormones, we do need a little bit of, um, natural help. So don't, don't try to live with that. Um, that can be helped. Um, so also trouble with arousal and orgasm. Okay. So we've already uh, approached the orgasm situation. 
Um, a lot of women have a hard time achieving it, but in order to, to achieve an orgasm, you definitely have to be aroused. So what are some ways that you can get aroused? Um, toys, uh, vibrators, um, you know, whips and chains, if that's what you're into. Um, some women are very turned on by nipple stimulation, anal stimulation. Um, if you're going to do the anal route, I definitely recommend KY. I definitely recommend that it goes slow and easy, that you are relaxed and it's something that you want to engage in. If you are not wanting to engage in anything from the back door, do not do it because you will not enjoy it. Um, and again, take it slow and easy because it is not fun the first few times out. Um, so arousal, um, Foreplay should start in the morning. I've said that. Um, you should be initiating it. You know, it shouldn't be just like, hey, let's get it on. I mean, yes, you can do that. There's nothing wrong with that if that works for you. But I find for women and men that have been in long, long-lasting relationships, it's harder to do that. Um, it's harder to, on Saturday morning, just climb on top and do what you need to do because a we have kids b we have a house full or you know we've got places to be you know you name it it gets distracting so I always say it's just like anything else if you and your partner are having a hard time connecting and making time for intimacy or sex um, because they are two different things intimacy to me is definitely like foreplay taking time caressing each other kissing um you know working it before, working it before the big picture comes out. Um, so perhaps you need to just like anything else, put it in your planner. Now it doesn't have to be like, Hey, we're going to get it on, but it can be like, Hey, um, time, you know, time out to watch a movie, time out to sit by the fire, time out to have a martini or a glass of wine, or maybe you don't drink, have a cup of tea, whatever, whatever it is, make time for it. Um, just like you make time to go out to dinner or, and you should be making time to go out to dinner and date night. Um, a lot of women are intimidated by toys, finding toys. I mean, most people can't order them off from Amazon because they have kids and they can look at their history. That would be a nightmare. Um, but there are plenty of stores out there, um, in our area for a podcast that's living, listening to me in Maine, Portland has plenty. Auburn has plenty. You can order them are from the internet, um, which I don't know that I would always recommend. I'm one of those ones not to give out my graphic details of my sexual, um, hurrahs, but I am one that I need to see it, feel it, um, and just look at it. Cause some things, some toys are just fucking cheesy and they're not cheap. So really like take a look at it. Um, you know, the other thing is like, you may, this is just so, <laughs> Hopefully you guys find this funny, but you know, six, eight inches, eight inches is a lot, 10 inches is a lot. So, you know, at the time you might think of, oh, wow, I can do that. But in reality, you might not be able to do that. So start out little, go bigger. Um, you can always add to your collection. Um, so get comfortable with toys, not just toys for you, but toys for him. Also get comfortable with lingerie. Some people like Frederick's of Hollywood. Some people like that trashy stuff. You know, some people like Victoria's Secrets whatever, whatever fits into what makes you desirable, wanting to do it, feeling pretty, all of that stuff, then go with it. Um, I personally am more Victoria's Secret kind of girl. I like the feminine, femininity of feeling pretty, um, you know, but everyone's, everyone's to their own. So, you know, get comfortable with that. Look around, um, ask your girlfriends. It may be uncomfortable, but you know, they may want to talk about it as much as you do. 
Um, so just always try adding new things, um, especially when it comes to arousal and, um, yeah, um, um, I'm trying to think what else is on my list. Sorry. Um, Oh, so anything else on your sexual health, like things that you don't feel like if it's painful for intercourse, all of that stuff, for sure, see your physician because um, it should not be painful. I mean, you know, if it's been a while since you've done it, yeah, it might be a little tight, but um, it shouldn't be painful. So make sure that you check on that. Um, So for a lot of women, it's for a lot of women, it's also about surroundings, you know, like, you know, are the kids home? Um, are your in-laws coming? Is your in-laws going to be calling? Um, is the bus coming early? Um, you know, that whole nine yards. So I always tell people, you know what, sometimes it's too hard to cram it in in everyday life. You know, it's, it's okay to have a little bit of that intimacy, like, Hey, let's go in the bedroom and just fool for a second, you know, kind of get that arousal going. But you know, if you're one that takes a few minutes to achieve your orgasm, don't try to fit it in while you're waiting for the bus because you're going to get frustrated. He's going to get frustrated and chances are he's going to pre-ejaculate and then he's going to feel like shit and you're going to feel like shit because you didn't get off and it's been forever. So try not to do that. Try to not fit it in around, you know, the kids coming home, unless that you've got a good solid couple hours or you're another rule of thumb that I always tell my husband is shut off the freaking phone because your mother is always one to call right whenever we're getting it on, you know, it's like, so no phones in the bedroom. I mean, you, you know, like just no phones, like make it about the two of you. If you need to set the mood, light candles, take a tub, um, you know, um, get it on by the fire or maybe it's a different bedroom in your house. So you're, you know, trying to switch things totally up. Um, whatever it is, make a getaway, you know, um, maybe it's time for you guys to take a night. You don't have to take a full weekend. I always tell my friends and, you know, my clients, it doesn't have to be a full weekend. You can get a night, leave on a Friday afternoon, um, you know, have dinner ready for the kids and have your in-laws take them and then pick them up mid Saturday. So you guys can still have all of night, go to your breakfast, maybe get a quick workout in and then go pick up the kids. It doesn't have to be a whole weekend. Um, and you know, that week, that night doesn't always have to be about intercourse. Maybe it's just, maybe it's about you guys connecting. Sometimes the best things come out of the deepest connections, that eye contact, just taking time, being with each other. Um, but don't, don't always throw that out there, um, because you have to have that sexual connection with your partner in order to foster other things that are going to come in your life. Because you know what? I am a true believer in this. If you and your partner are solid, um, he gives to you as much as you give to him pleasure, um, intimacy, security, um, wealth, all of that. It all does start in the bedroom because if he takes care of you there and you feel safe and connected, um, he has your, his arms around you and you're holding on tight. Nothing can break that bond when you are like that. I mean, it's just the two of you. You're connected. You're looking into his eyes. You feel safe. You want him. He wants you. Um, that is an everyday thing. That is an everyday thing that we should be practicing. Um, when you walk out that door, you go over and give him a kiss goodbye and you expect him to kiss you back. 
It doesn't have to be tongue. No, it doesn't. But it has to be like looking in the eyes like, hey, I love you. Have a great day. I'll see you when you get home. Um, and it simple. It seems simple, but for a lot of people, they don't do that. Um, and again, I'm not, whenever I give you guys tangible hints, I'm not saying that I'm perfect because the God knows I'm not. My husband and I have had our fair share. If you listen to the grass isn't greener on the other side of my podcast, you'll hear that. Um, but I do believe that hard work in a relationship, in any relationship, even your children's relationship will foster a better relationship. Um, talk communication. That's how you get through a lot of things. Intimacy is right up there. Um, because of so many, because it's on so many different levels. Um, again, if you feel safe, secure, like he wants you, he's going to protect you like no other man's ever going to protect you. Um, there's something to be said about that. So again, backing up and punting, maybe make a getaway. Don't do it around like when the children are coming home or the family's coming in or your in-laws could be calling you or your mother or whatever. So make time, schedule it if you have to just like anything else. Um, I'm just trying to think a little bit more on, so I've covered toys. Um, okay. So I'm going to end this podcast because this is going to make most people feel really uncomfortable. I'm going to end this podcast in, um, in a couple different things. Um, I, okay. So some, I, some, I wouldn't say all porn is good because all porn is not good. Porn is unrealistic in a lot of shape, forms, and manners. Um, it can be just misleading on a lot of levels. Um, so I, I don't think a lot, I don't think you should get all your basis from that, but there are a lot of good porn or sexual movies out there that will help teach you how to achieve an orgasm because I think a lot of women just don't know how or where to start. Um, so there is a lot of different techniques. There's a lot of things that will work for women um, that may work for you that don't work for me. Um, you, When you think about your vibrator, a chargeable uh, plug-in vibrator may be the way to go because they are more stimulating, they're more fast, um, and that might just help you. Um, don't be afraid to talk to the people at the, the sex stores because they that's what they do. They sell these things all day long. Don't be afraid to take pictures and research it before you spend $80 on a vibrator um, or an anal ring or an anal whatever um, or lubrication or whatnot. Lubrication, you definitely want to be educated in. Less is better. Always remember that because you don't want chemicals down there. Um, so just take time to what pleasures you. And again, it all starts with you. You have to know how to drive your, your car. You have to know how to drive your ship. Um, no one can really do that for you. So take time, feel around. Maybe you're in the shower. Um, it only takes five minutes to kind of feel what feels good. It doesn't mean that you have to achieve an orgasm. And if you do, that's great. There's no shame in that, but feel around, feel what, you know, what feels good to you. Um, don't be afraid to ask your partner. Um, you know, oral sex. There's a lot of women that do achieve oral sex. Um, but there's a lot of women that don't, you know, it's like, Oh, this is nothing, but don't sell yourself short. Give it some time. Really tell him exactly where you want it, what feels good. So I think so many times as women, we get embarrassed to, um, advocate for ourselves and, in a lot of levels in life. But when it comes to the bedroom and achieving an orgasm, um, that too, and an orgasm is definitely, 
to me, it is a mental mind thing. You know, all the stars have to be aligned up. I have to feel safe. I have to feel aroused. I have to feel wanted. I have to, you know, the whole nine yards. My 19-year-old just jumping on top, being able to get have two or three orgasms and not really giving a shit, those days are long gone. I'm mature. My needs and wants have changed. So don't be afraid to express what your wants are, what your needs are. And again, don't be afraid to examine what, you're, what you need by yourself. Um, there's no harm in it. There should be no shame. Um, and again, if don't be ashamed of going into the stores or ordering on, again, I wouldn't order online. That's just me, but that's not you. So, um, please forgive me for saying that for for some people that just works. Um, so anyways, so that's kind of my little talk on why women don't like sex or don't want to engage or have a hard time with it. Um, I hope this has helped. Um, it probably will not be the last time I touch base on this subject, um, because I just kind of gave you guys a lot of things to think about. Um, maybe you need to resonate with yourself. Maybe you need to do some journaling. Um, and maybe, you know what, maybe you're just a freaking rabbit in the bed. Maybe you just love it and you have 10 or 15 orgasms in a row. I don't know. Um, maybe you'll get one thing out of my podcast and I'm okay with that. Um, maybe it might spark you to, um, figure out other things for you and your partner to, to play with. Um, Another thing I didn't mention is role playing. That's another big, um, big thing. Um, try it before you knock it because it can be really fun. You know, your husband has fantasies, you have fantasies. Um, they can all come true with just an outfit or name calling, you know, name rolling or whatever. So just be open-minded. Let the university universe talk to you when it comes to this because it is so important and there are so many health benefits to being active with our partner um, from lowering the anxiety to lowering the stress, from lowering the depression, um, to making you feel safe, um, wanted, needed, um, sexy, all of those things that we on a daily basis kind of like cram down and don't foster. So guys, the end of my podcast, hopefully it helps. Let me know what you think. Give me a review. Send me some comments. Um, This is kind of like either you love it or you don't love it or makes you feel really uncomfortable or you're just okay with it. Um, If there's some some things I missed or there are some helpful hints that you might have for other women um, or couples, please send me an email. Um, I would love to hear that. Again, it's ver4wiest at gmail.com. Um, or you can send me a message on social media under um, Facebook or Instagram under Mindful Health Choices. I would love to hear what you guys have to think or say or comments or I don't know. I just would love some feedback either way. So good or bad, whatever, send it my way. I'm a big girl. I can handle it. Um, So until we meet again, I'm not really sure what my next podcast is going to be, but it's going to be good because I certainly have a long list. So guys, be safe if you're driving out there and we will talk this coming week. Thanks. Bye.